0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient. Launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We
1: were on a ship,
2: but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people in the wrong place. Shoot it!
1: Why'd you do that? He told me to.
0: I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe.
2: Hello, good evening, and welcome to a pandromic episode of Gatecast. All the threes, and any references that you might want to make to Quest for the Holy Grail, which are running through my own head, feel free. (laughs) This is Coverings, and yet another three, Season 2, Episode 3, Awakening. And we have a guest.
1: Hello, guest. Hello, once again, it's Thomas. See, I introduced you this time.
0: (laughs) Yes, you did. It's as if you haven't gone anywhere, Thomas.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm sure you went some distance. Back in 15 feet, maybe back. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll forgive us, folks. We're uh, recording the second episode of the night, as we've done a few times recently. The second episode tends to be a little bit shorter than the first one because we've basically done all the gossip we can think of and talked about TV shows that we can think of.
2: Really? <laughs> wow. Well, Tent me not, Mike.
0: Last week's episode, when I edited it, came up to about 48 minutes, and I was scratching my head then I realised, oh, yeah, <laughs> that was the second one we did that <laughs> evening, and we we just did it. <laughs> Amazing, the whole episode lasted more than 42 minutes.
1: i had a lot about something. You can
2: drop in that three is the number. Thou shalt not count to two, unless thou proceedest to three, and so on. I mean, if we're going to throw in copyright audio anyway, you might as well drop in that little bit from the Holy Grail.
1: Four is right out, remember? No, five. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: Or, you know, this episode counts as many. One <laughs> to Trollish counting. One, two, many. Because it's quite a long sequence, and listening to Stephen Briggs just rattle the whole thing off and then like a three-second pause and he goes lots it's just for me it's performance i still say i have yet to hear an audiobook as brilliantly performed as i did the martian more than just an audiobook it's a full-on radio play one-man radio play it is if you've not read the book and i've done both but if you've not read the book thomas i highly recommend the audiobook
1: mm-hmm. is that the one that they made the movie out of That as Matt Damon, I think it is. Have you seen the Honest trailer for that? No, I have not. Starring this
2: person from Interstellar. This person from Interstellar. This person from Interstellar. And <laughs> Matt <Meth> Damon. <laughs> it is
0: ev- Always good for a laugh, they
2: all. Oh, they're fun. I see them as the bite-sized version of Rift Tracks.
0: Yeah, there's a ridiculous amount of talent on YouTube, which I've been watching quite a lot over the last few weeks, waiting for the new season to start. A couple of weeks ago, I was saying, I've got a note to watch. And now it's, oh, God, I can't watch that. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got... <laughs> <laughs> you got all the new shows. And I read up on MacGyver and thought, nah, I won't bother with that.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I've been popping back into Twitter because I tend to tweet when I'm sat in the bus for two hours.
1: I wasn't expecting much out of the new MacGyver at all.
0: Huh. No.
2: Then I'm sure it lived down to your expectations.
0: I didn't even watch it. The way we described it was described, it sounds just like Scorpion. Yeah.
2: I think Netflix is recommending Scorpion after me watching Designated Survivor.
1: To me, the new MacGyver is too much action, not enough. Mullish? Well, intelligence. You know, the old MacGyver had a lot of intelligence, and a lot of actual problem solving. Where the new one, of course, in the commercials on TV, you're going to see the actions because everybody loves action these days, but it seems like it's just too much action.
2: So, what you want is a little less
1: action, a little more conversation? Yeah, yeah. a little more conversation, a little more problem solving.
0: The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast
1: Stand by to receive our transmission
0: Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary I am Locutus, a Borg Star Trek Episode Analysis
2: Captain of the USS Enterprise Pokey religions and ancient weapons.
0: Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am
2: to misbehave.
0: The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com.
2: Okay, I did finish last time. I figure I should do Swedish this time.
0: Right then, this video we will be watching was taken from the Region Two DVD. It has a runtime of 41 minutes 44 seconds. We are currently staring at the black screen. The counter is set to zero. If you want to watch along with us, just set up your own video, your DVD, at zero. Of course, if you're watching an NTSC source, the runtime will be a little bit longer. Otherwise, just listen to the audio. That's what it's designed for. It works a bit better that way. We won't tell you how to listen to us. The very fact that you're listening to this is rewarding enough. Indeed. Although, I'm not criticising anybody, but why aren't you listening to the last two episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to look at look at the numbers and see how they fluctuate, and thinking, I wonder if people didn't like that episode, or they liked that episode, I'm trying to figure out why. Did that episode have more Eli in, or something like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it could just be people haven't downloaded it yet. Mm.
0: So you see kind of a, a steady influx where people have got it set up on podcatchers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you get the additional content, which is people that listen either episode by episode or when they like one particular episode.
2: Oh, you might get a brief spike and then suddenly you'll see a download of some of the seriously early episodes.
0: Yeah, and then you're scratching your head and thinking, why? We've
2: <laughs> had people confess to going back and listening from the beginning and we're thinking, oh.
0: Sometimes, like you say, I've seen I've seen the data on it and one particular episode gets hit a dozen times in a day and it's from two years ago and you're thinking, well, what's the so special about that episode today? <laughs>
2: You know, are the hits from the same geographic region, or do you get that detail?
0: There's only so much you get unless you give them money. Yeah. All right. Sorry about this. I'm I'm watching a video of this French guy running around an Apple store smashing iPhones.
2: Oh, so how many years did he get?
0: It's happening today. Posted ten minutes ago in Dijon. All right. An unsatisfied unsatisfied customer taking out his frustration. Oh, that was an iPad. <laughs> The staff are just just standing there. Uh, oh, is security?
2: <laughs> well, the staff are standing there thinking we don't get paid enough to deal with this shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay then, uh, we're all ready to go. If you want to do your countdown.
2: Ah, Paul Svenska.
0: Mickey.
1: This is what destiny intended
0: from the moment we entered the star system. Right then, here we go. As uh, Nicholas Rush gives us the breakdown on previous episodes. We are going to be watching Awakening, which is season two, episode three of Stargate Universe, directed by Andy Makita and written by Joseph Malozzi and Paul Mully. This is Gatecast episode three hundred and thirty-three. The episode premiered in America and Canada, October the twelfth, two thousand and ten. In the UK, October the nineteenth. Sweden, December the tenth. Germany, February the seventeenth, two thousand eleven, and Hungary, April the fourth, two thousand fourteen series with episodes of the same name under the dome enterprise guardian angel book rogers in the 25th century sanctuary and sleepy hollow so quite a few i actually watched most of those series as well
2: <laughs> what is it we're not sure but we're about to find out we're well, headed straight for it
0: okay we're back roughly to where the last episode finished where they're looking into the distance at uh, something that they couldn't see
2: no, they're just something in that they couldn't see because it's a CG construction, they will never be
1: able to see it. The two empty spots were the shuttles right there?
0: Yep. Do we
2: know what it is? Not yet.
1: And she's allowed free reign of the ship.
2: Who? Oh, sorry. It's I Camille. Thought, I, th- I thought that was, watch her face.
0: He doesn't like Camille, but he's not locked her up yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ready weapons, oh, okay. That's got me into trouble before.
2: That's another Destiny shape ship.
1: It's a ship. Looks like Destiny. Yeah, it looks a little bit like the Destiny.
2: I was gonna say... Don't you mean, Eli?
0: Colonel, this is Brody. Go ahead. We're not slowing down. We're on a collision course. Yeah, that's not good.
2: Yeah, the thing is... Just... Yes,
0: a very slow collision course. Yeah, chord.
2: well, it's a bit like a train, you know? You've got a lot of mass there. Stopping it takes a while.
0: Yeah, this is not a good idea.
1: Pretty big cannon.
0: Uh-huh. Well, Jung is feeling a bit inadequate at the moment.
1: We're going to dock with it.
0: What? There we go.
2: A rumble so loud it could be heard in the vacuum of space.
0: And when they designed Destiny, they didn't even consider having two ships dock, so we had to figure out how it was going to work for this oh, episode.
1: Yeah. The one on top of the other?
0: How it, yeah, how it kind of matched.
2: I've always thought... Spaceship docking sounds very sexual. <laughs> you know, it's very, the whole thing's very phallic anyway.
1: Especially Destiny.
0: Yes, yeah, so they were looking at the uh, model of the Destiny they had in Rob's office trying to figure out how it would work. And then, of course, uh, James Robbins, the designer, had to go off and design this new ship.
1: Dun, dun, dun. I've
2: always thought, you know, the way you see the blue as they're coming forward in shields? Would it be nice? see red from behind. I mean, if they're FTL, you're gonna get blue shift and red shift.
1: Okay, is the like purple or blue webbing part of the actual ship, or is it alien?
0: It's part of the design of the ship. It makes you wonder why it's there, what point it serves. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, the structure of the ship, which never actually got built upon. Or maybe it was used, uh, I don't know, for something that over the centuries got used up and discarded. Similarity in design, our calculated approach. Well,
2: I thought it was rather obvious, really. No, it won't. So, what's
0: Rush is being too cooperative.
2: Destiny's exchanging data with the Seed ship. One of many travelling well ahead of Destiny.
0: Seeding planets with stargates, gathering information. This one obviously experienced some sort of system failure, allowing us to catch up with it. Or it's on strike, day in, day out, same job. Never getting thanks.
2: Well, then you better get started. Well, there's plenty of time for that later. For now, this is a fantastic opportunity. I not want to explore. No, I'm sure you do, but I need you here. I need to know what kind of
0: information. Ah, he wants to explore it now. He wants to leave the ship.
2: No countdown clock. I yeah, figure destiny is going to give us as long as it takes. And how long
0: is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, seriously, why would it do that? Okay,
2: Brody, Volker, you are on the away team. You have 2 hours, make it quick. <laughs> With all due respect to Brody involved, they'll be fine.
0: Interesting that the Destiny can't actually tap into the database without docking with the other ship.
1: Well, I'm sure there's some type of data transmission, otherwise how would they be getting all the information on the planets ahead of time? What, you,
0: well, you think the sea ships are already transmitted?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Clearly wireless isn't as high bandwidth.
0: The very fact that this ship is still in the same galaxy probably indicates that something went wrong with it. I mm-hmm. said earlier. David! Eno time? Every time is you Kino time on board Destiny.
2: Why aren't they wearing suits or at least breathers? Yeah. There's no reason to have to see if you're pressurised.
0: They are kind of confident that the ship will be pressurised, that it'll have an atmosphere. Heading in? Unless, of course, the computer connection actually indicated that. There you go.
2: Okay, we are at the airlock. Life support is active over there, so you have to go. Uh, that explains it. It's old fashioned manual, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's an airlock, you don't want it triggering automatically. Bit of a
1: pressure differential there, though. You'd think pressure, if it was you know, automatic, would be the same.
0: That's a nice touch. He folded his stock of his rifle down because he's in close quarters.
1: Didn't realise they folded, yeah.
0: Patrick did the commentary with Annie Makita and Mark Sabella.
2: There shouldn't be water dripping. It's never good. Well...
0: It's not good. That's one of the points they made. This ship was never really designed to have an active crew. That's why it looked industrial, full of pipes. Are we
1: going with a submarine sort of uh, style here? Mm, I think it may just be more maintenance corridors.
0: Yeah, it's a, basically a factory in space yes sir think of the Nostromo the huge freighter from the movie Alien very industrial not very shiny at all look at the cogs for Christ's sake, look
2: at those cogs. Yeah. cogs
0: you know Nostromo apart from the crew quarters which were nice shiny plastic, mm-hmm. the actual ship itself was a bit of a dump as
2: incredible as checking out a seed ship but still pretty damn incredible there's no telling what kind of information we're getting here. It could be anything from ancient history to details of the Destiny's mission. Where are you going? The bathroom, is that all right? Why, why is she in a highly secure area when she's recently in the alliance and not fully trusted?
0: What, Dr. Park? Oh.
2: Standing beside Eli.
0: That was Dr. Park. Yeah, you're getting
2: people mixed up here. Uh,
0: Gain is the redhead, Julie McNiven.
2: Been a long week. We saw her
0: just like 30 minutes ago.
2: And I was on my own for most of today, and the phone was going mental. What's
1: happened to you? Let's not do this here, okay? Okay, but you—you you, you really should talk to someone. And I'm not saying that it has to be me. If there's someone else, you'd feel more comfortable confiding in. It's not that. Then why aren't you? So there's nothing to talk about, Chloe.
0: Look, if you're not dying, she's not going to open up to you. Just let it go, Chloe. You've got other things to worry about, and like mysterious holes healing place. in your leg.
2: Huh? You know, it's interesting. She's saying my baby. Apparently, you Young's contribution ended at conception.
0: Well, I
1: mean, it is, it was in her body, so it was her baby.
0: Yeah, she kind of gets first dibs on it.
1: That's what I was coming by to tell you. It's almost completely healed.
0: How is that possible? <laughs> You're that good, TJ. Hmm. Maybe some of these alien medicines... Or there's something else that works? <laughs> Somebody's gonna follow Rush and find this. I know! Oh, yeah.
2: He's not exactly subtle.
0: Yeah, Everett would have said to to Eli, you know, just put a, put a kino on him. On that corridor, because he always walks down there and then disappears. Mm-hmm. I'm sure
1: they've got to see that the corridor has changed if they walk
0: down there themselves. The cameraman, they actually had to uh, strap his arms down to make him a bit smaller to actually get through this very tight-fitting space. Okay. They even had to take some of the stuff out of it, because the actual set designers and builders went overboard with the piping, and <laughs> they just couldn't shoot in it.
2: Let's at least turn the keynote on search mode,
0: and knock yourself out. But it really does give you that grant feeling.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't be comfy there, would you? No. I, I see a progress circle. <laughs> no, what does it mean? What is it that see in the first place? <laughs> a way of getting home. But you're not going to tell
0: them that, are you? Louise Lombard, again, making an appearance as Gloria. Rush?
2: Yeah. Not the first show to not let death prevent the character from getting more screen time.
0: I was just thinking, with a tweak to the writing, this could be a very good setting for an alien ripoff. Each member of the team... Horribly killed every two or three minutes.
2: Well, well, well. What do we have here? Ship's control center, I'm guessing. Oh. Greer smash. It's
0: called the bridge. <laughs> Greer is suddenly not impressed by spaceships anymore.
2: Yep, he thinks this one's
0: crap. No doubt we'll find out.
1: Hey, what did the colonel say? He said...
0: He Don't press go any go buttons. <laughs> daddy, daddy, he's being bold. Yes.
2: Oh, come on! Is it, the... it
0: is! It, it, it's battling! <laughs> yeah, they're pressing buttons and I told them not to and they're not listening to me.
2: Keep me updated. Where the hell were you? Stop by the mess. Oh, I tried
0: radioing. Yeah, I know. Where have you been? I've been fixing the engines, I've been to get some food.
2: He's looking less and less trust in the rush. I think there are necessary truths. Now that he's got Telford to semi-rely on, I don't think he. <laughs> yeah.
0: Without bothering, do you want to
2: blame me? Last time I checked, I was the commanding officer of the ship. I'm not meaning to I don't nuts. have to run anything by you or anyone else for that matter. Look, I don't have a problem with sending a team over. I just appreciate being kept in the loop. help.
0: I don't need your help.
2: <laughs> I don't like you. I don't want Ooh. you
0: here. There are times yeah. that it's difficult to like young.
1: So are they both the same branch of the military?
0: They're both colonels. they both were assigned to the SGC.
2: Given the differences in the uniforms, I'd say not.
0: Well, to be fair, Telford... Didn't have any clothes, did he?
1: No. Right, Telford does say Air Force, and I believe Young was Air Force as well. So, just different in uniforms. Let me help. You. You're a
2: persistent son of a bitch. Hey, you saved my life. I had to
1: kill you to do it, and I'm willing to do the same for
0: you. Yeah, because Telford was to be in command of the Destiny mission, or whatever the mission was when they opened the ninth Chevron. He
2: was certainly in command of Young's wife. Not <laughs> now. No. <laughs> But we don't know when our time's running out, do we? Nope.
0: I'm pretty sure Destiny isn't going to jump to FTL without any warning, though. Mm, At the very least, it's got to reverse.
2: Oh, hello.
0: And we
1: have lights.
2: And we have almost musical lights. I mean, those coming on... Oh, Uh, what is that? Ah, that's not... That doesn't look ancient. That's a
0: hand. Look at that shot you've just seen. The camera panned from the practical set to the CGI set, and it was seamless. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Colonel, I hear we've docked with a seat ship. That's right. I'd like to offer my help. I have some understanding of ancient technology. No, thank you. But I can be of some assistance. I said no. I'm not letting you
0: or your people anywhere near that ship. Look, let her out. She brightens the place up at least.
2: Yeah, I mean, at least let her out for sure.
0: I want to know how long you
1: plan on keeping us locked up.
2: I didn't really have a plan. I just thought I'd play it by ear, see
0: how things go. Oh, there's Simming in the background again. Always listening, always watching.
1: Why wasn't he dropped off at that last planet?
0: It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Why do they think he's valuable? Did they keep people above a certain rank? I mean, Varro's logical choice, he did. It was selfish reasons, but he did offer some help. Gain shot the lunatic that was in charge of uh, the Alliance after Kiva died. But this
1: one, I don't know about.
0: Of all of them, you've got to assume he's more dangerous because he's the quiet one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he was the only one that questioned Telford over the shooting of Kiva. Everybody else seemed to accept it. The way I see it could have gotten a hell of a lot worse for you.
2: He's a sort of lieutenant-slash-toady.
0: It'll be interesting to see him in Twin Peaks, what role he plays. Do do Mind you, I still haven't seen the uh, the new episodes of the X-Files, either. Yeah.
2: Not your enemy anymore. Neither are my people. I think you know that. Told you. This is your standard Stargate scientist versus military. You f*** off, let us do the complicated stuff. You go be grunts. Okay, so, uh, making any progress?
1: Sure. Alright, then uh, maybe Sergeant Greer and I will take a little look around. Knock (laughs) yourselves (laughs) out.
0: Eli has certainly carved out the niche for himself, controlling the keynotes. Clever boy.
2: Hey, am I reading this right? If you have to ask, my guess would be no. Seriously, check out these power readings.
0: This must really, really annoy Rush. Damn, oh he's noticed.
1: Dr. Rush, you better check this out.
0: Doesn't seem to be a lot of fruit on the plants. Well,
1: it takes time for it to grow once you've picked the previous ones.
0: At least it's nice, clean, fresh air mm. in hydroponics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's probably the the had one. Mind you, I imagine... In the middle of the night, Brody's runs about looking for uh, ingredients for his booze.
2: Uh-huh. They attacked the ship, they threatened us. And now we have to live with them. No, we don't.
0: Yes, if we were friendly, they'd be friendly to us. Here, here, Mr. Lion, let me pat you on the nose.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Are we turning a bit tin to tater here?
1: Uh, I don't know about maybe more becoming a pirate mindset of, hey... Government 10,000 miles away, why well, don't even need to follow what they're saying? Do what I need to do?
0: Not a pirate, a privateer. Privateer, mm. there we go. Yes. There's a difference. Legally, you're pretty much allowed to do exactly the same thing as a pirate, but as long as you give a cut to your government, you're fine.
1: Through that.
2: <laughs> so he's gone from military to Merc
1: Homeworld Command has received confirmation that the Lucian Alliance is planning an attack on Earth. And it's quite possible that these prisoners have information that could help head off that attack. Or they could be lying. Yes, sure, they could be. But are you really willing to take that chance?
0: The Lucian Alliance is going to make a direct attack against Earth. I'm sorry, but making these the bad guys doesn't seem to work when you've had the Ori and they go old.
1: we are planning a service for Sergeant Riley later this week. I thought maybe you'd want to say a few words. Of course.
0: This is a funny scene.
1: So come on. Chan? Ramirez? And is redheaded civilian contractor. Uh-huh. Park.
0: <laughs> no shame, no embarrassment.
2: <laughs> yeah. Remember that ham shandry I said I got doing squats? Yeah.
0: Come on, we're waiting.
2: They weren't doing squats.
1: It
0: wasn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Hamstring. <laughs> well done.
2: <laughs> you wanted to see me? We checked, we rechecked, and we re-rechecked us to The seat sure. ship has sizable energy reserves. How sizable? With the output of both capacitors in play, enough to power the gate and get us home. In order for that to happen, I have to alter certain conduits to open up a transfer channel, but that's not something I can do from here. Go.
0: Nah, that's a bonus, isn't it? Power generation of the sea ship, combined with Destiny, when not in hyperdrive, can actually power the gate. We're all going home.
1: But I don't know if we'd want to do that, though.
0: The ever-reliable Kino is just broken. Maybe the first one.
1: We just
2: lost the Kino feed.
0: But nothing wrong with that, of course. Nothing suspicious.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not as if we've met aliens before who added in for us. Yeah. But are these
1: the same aliens? Right.
0: Rush impatiently waiting to get on board the sea chip
2: Dr. Rush, perfect timing. You're going to want to see this. Okay, back in a flash. Uh huh. Wait, no, where are you going? It looks like there's a malfunctioning relay station one floor up. I'm going to see if I can fix it, bring up that dead console.
0: (laughs) Don't leave me alone. I've seen too many horror movies to be left alone on this creepy dark.
2: I'll be right back.
0: Andy McKee, the director in the commentary, says it was a godsend that these ready-built ladders in the design of the ship.
1: It is an interesting design of ladders, though.
0: Yeah, you can have somebody walk up above and all of a sudden you realise there's another level and you never have to show it. Oh, Be careful, Nicholas, they're taking you somewhere dark and quiet. To do away with you.
1: Pretty darn cool, huh? Hundreds and hundreds of gates. Not hundreds, but a few dozen certainly. In different states of assembly.
2: Of course. This is what the Stargates were manufactured before, been transported to the various planets. Okay. Is that it?
0: <laughs> yeah. Seen that, let's go. They built that catwalk, especially for this scene. It's above the gate room.
2: Well, yes, obviously it's just a multi-gate room.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of pressure to cut that scene for time, but they wanted it in
1: didn't take you long, but there's still more
0: that... Oh, dear. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't think so.
1: I don't... I don't... Please.
0: No, don't surrender already. Oh, okay. You've killed him. Walker, <laughs> <laughs> are you actually Italian?
2: If you're not careful, that cut's going to open back up again. I can't
0: help. I like to play rough. How about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you've, you've got the literally the upper hand at the moment. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bait him.
1: Do you think you could handle me? <clears throat> Bones cracking, man. Really? She's, a, she's a medical professional. She knows the pressure point. Busting military.
2: I didn't think so.
0: <clears throat> a blow to his pride. I doubt he'll take this lightly.
2: Lieutenant Scott, this is Volker. Go ahead. Find something interesting? Well, yeah, actually, something interesting found me. Mm
0: -hmm. You're allowed to give him a bit more information over the radio.
2: (laughs) That's an interesting phrase. Double time it,
1: boys. Double time it.
0: Yeah. Give him some warning of what they're rushing into. Oh, is that what we're calling it?
2: Looks like it's healing nicely. Too bad. I was kind of hoping for a manly scar.
0: (laughs) I bet you would.
1: Pretty good gas out of the shirt he was wearing. She grins as well.
0: Making sorry, progress. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry you got shot in the stomach... ...during a struggle after we tried to take over the ship.
2: It's difficult to lose
0: someone you love, I know. It's a rocky start to a potential relationship. Oh, yeah. It's got to be said.
1: Mm-hmm. She was on her way
0: back from the market... ...when she was caught in a rainstorm.
2: She ended up taking refuge in a shelter... ...and collapsed. Killing her and six others. I'm sorry. She never liked me being in the Alliance... Thought it was too dangerous.
0: I'm a man of many layers.
2: I risk my life time and again. Survived missions that should have killed me, and yet she dies doing something as mundane as getting caught
0: in the rain. Shoddy workmanship. That's what you get from hiring the Lucian Alliance to do your uh, building.
2: Of course, this entire story could what be just complete both. Like invented sure. to engineer sympathy.
0: Could be. Yes. Well, that's the beauty of Varro. We still don't really know much about him. We've seen compassionate side of him, and we've also seen him say, if you don't do it, I'll kill you.
2: Sir? Grab your med kit and meet me at the
0: airlock. You're heading over to the sea chip. Is anyone hurt? Not exactly. Yes. <laughs> You've got to do a McCoy. You've got to somehow figure out an alien physiology and fix him. Or her.
1: Making house calls as always. No, sir, I want to do this. Alright. I'm going with. lieutenant already has an escort.
0: I'm tired to sit on the sidelines. Put me in, coach. The flak vest. Okay. okay, perhaps he's being overcautious, but I don't really think she needs the flak vest.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go get him, Telford. You're the man. At least for now. Oh, that is priceless. The Look on Colonel Young's face. TJ, making a stand. She doesn't need protecting. If he doesn't trust Telford, he shouldn't be letting him run loose. Yeah. And if he does trust him, then let him do his job.
1: Let him help out. He's a decorated soldier. Yep. And he's not just decorative.
0: (laughs) This was a, a tricky situation for the producers to handle. As you would expect, the CGI required for this alien cost an awful lot of money. And there were a lot of pressure to limit the number of shots they used.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they get as many as they could. Because what's the point of having everybody seen from the alien's point of view? You need to see the alien.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, the subtitle very helpful, says speaking alien language.
0: Yeah. The alien? <laughs> well... <laughs> here, Rush. Me. You're the only one with any experience communicating with aliens. Different
1: aliens. However, I think a good first step might be to lower your weapons.
0: The performance artist is Maria Eve Boudreau. She's a French girl dressed in one of those ping pong ball suits, fancy tracking suits. Yeah, she rehearsed all these movements, worked with all the actors, and then they all had to do it with, without her there as well. She's worked on Once Upon a Time, Sanctuary, Secret Circle. Done some stunt work as well.
1: Sky, Sky, you understand?
0: They wanted the alien no? to look sympathetic, not like the very cold and sleek aliens we've seen in previous oh. episodes.
2: Does anybody have any food?
1: Anybody? Yeah, no, I got a uh,
2: piece of dried fruit that I was saving for later. Are
1: you kidding? That stuff's
2: horrible. Tastes like
0: Rambutan. Tastes like crap. What's Rambutan? It's sort of like a longan. Longan. Just, just give it. <laughs> You're yeah, is Rambutan? I have no idea either. <laughs> <laughs> well, be grateful it's not mush. It was um, dried.
2: Was it space above and beyond where the alien requested water, even though it was lethal to it? Yeah. Or as I call the Wing Commander of the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> it just had enough similarities. To get, ooh, not like, like that. whether doesn't like that. He's right, we should run a sweep. You two, keep our guest company. Each of you take a quarter radio check in ten minutes.
0: Reinforcements might be
2: useful. Yeah,
1: no. about five or six people off.
2: They're gonna confirm that with Young. I know you're a colonel, but you're not in their chain of command, so we're gonna check.
0: Hey, Eli, this is Dr. Rush, come in. Go right. ahead. I'm initiating the transfer. I need you to isolate the power, and direct it towards the
2: gate. He's basically out of faith in Eli there.
0: Well, Eli knows doesn't know the ship as well as Rush, but probably knows it better than anybody else on board. Mm. And it's basically all he's doing is opening up conduits that Rush has prepared. So
2: he's the least worst option?
0: Yes, very much so. Again, the little dinky music, which very reminiscent of battle.
2: It is. It's not quite military, but it, it lacks the drums definitely got the keyboard elements. I could say the shot style is definitely inspired by Battlestar. We don't have a stone boat, damn it, we're gonna get the lens flare if it kills me.
1: Power from both ships is being transferred directly to the gate.
0: <laughs> you look at this though, you think, the people that designed this sort of design Destiny, you've got to say, it was built to be functional and nothing else. Yet strangely enough, the external hull design is rather pleasing to the eye. It makes you think that no matter how a ship functions, whoever designed it did have a flair for the dramatic.
2: Oh, whoa, yeah. Colonel,
0: Lieutenant. Go ahead, Master Sergeant.
1: Yeah, it seems that the alien is not alone.
0: (laughs) That's a lot. And it makes you wonder how long have they been there? The seed ship is a lot smaller.
1: Now, if they make it back to Earth, then what about get, destiny? Do you get bigger, Korsh? Uh,
0: darling, another galaxy, the Korsh is slightly bigger, yes. If a successful
1: connection is made, we will need to move quickly. All crew members are to proceed to the gate room immediately.
0: They were also rather annoyed. In a few episodes' time, they needed some more footage of people walking to the gate. Obviously they've, they had a lot of stock footage, so they went back to this episode and realised that in this one, everybody was smiling, and they didn't want people to be smiling. They couldn't use it. To the control
2: room. I want Rush and the science team back on the Destiny now. Do you understand? Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, Rush isn't going anywhere. That no, was that plan? I should stay here in case uh, there's any
1: interruption to the power transfer. We may only have one shot at this. But what's the situation with the alien?
0: Yeah.
2: I hear your advice, I'm just choosing to ignore it.
0: Yeah, he wants to be the last person off the ship, so he can shut the gate, Dad.
1: Alright, fine, I'll
2: send reinforcements. I would advise against, that. I'm sending them anyway. Okay, I'll head back once a stable wormhole has been established. Alright. Airman Dunning, you're with Rush, everyone else fall back. Go. Bring the alien.
0: Bring the alien? How? You're going to physically force him, that's probably not the way to do it. I know to him.
1: But again, I thought, if we go home, what's left?
2: Commencing dialing sequence. People, the Homeworld Command is expecting us. Here we go. Don't stand so close to the damn gate! Bring the prisoners.
0: <laughs> Unless, until they find another planet, or another power source, they can't dial.
2: They are way too close.
0: Yes, they are. The gate's dialing! Let me know when you secure the connection. We're going home.
2: Not necessarily. <laughs> We're in episode three.
0: Oh. Yeah, oh, spoke to nope. there. There's an awful lot of corporals in this episode. You got Barnes operating the gate control. You got Marsden and Dunning on board the Sea Chip, making full use of the previous extras. Russ, what's happening? I'm not sure. But it appears that tapping this ship's energy reserve seems more problematical than we thought. Whoa. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, that was That was dummy. Dramatic.
2: Going the other way.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> uh oh. Eli, what the hell was that? We
2: got a problem. The energy transfer has been reversed. Dr. Rush, did you hear that? The sea ship has begun drawing power away from destiny.
0: Dr. Rush! Oh, <laughs> look, the are of docile aliens. Yes, and they know an awful lot about ancient technology by the looks of it, which makes you think they've spent a lot of time on that ship and then went into some form of stasis. Mm-hmm.
2: David, I need you to go to the control room and find out why Rush isn't responding. Already on our way. T.J. Mars and the science team are headed back to Destiny with the alien. You found any more? Not yet. I wouldn't send. You, you don't need a team, you just need Greer. <laughs> <laughs> Greer is to these aliens what Schwarzenegger was to the Predator.
1: Make an FTL jump. So we can't stop it. We're trying, but nothing's working.
2: What if we disconnect from the sea chip Yeah, that would sever the power flow, unfortunately...
0: Oh, that's, that's not good. Mind you... Of course, with, without control of the destiny, they can't actually shut the generators down, can they? Mm-hmm. And they don't know that Russia's got control. But I don't think he wants them to know that. He's off, or she's off, or it's off.
2: That's not a stun shot. No, nope. no, it isn't. Copy that. Even normal bullets can be lethal.
0: So whatever they were doing in the control room, they've done and they've scarpered.
1: They've it off. <laughs>
0: There's got to be. Unfortunately, the person that could do it is unconscious on the floor. Again, if he had actually told him about the bridge, maybe they'd be able to do something from there. hmm We're feeling rushed dirty. They're unconscious. It
1: doesn't look like we're going to be able to stop the power transfer, so our only option is to sever the link between the two ships. We need you back here in order to disconnect.
2: <laughs> I'm got to be in command of something, damn it. Mm-hmm.
1: Negative. This is our one
0: shot at getting home. There's got to be a way to reverse the transfer. I rank you. You do what I tell you. He's
2: staying for the same reason Rush was staying. He's going to let them all go back to Earth and stay in Destiny
0: himself. Well, like he says, he knows more about this technology than anybody else on that ship at the moment. Mm-hmm. And from his point of view, he needs to redeem himself a bit.
1: Yeah, and he's got to redeem himself somehow. Mm-hmm.
0: Redemption mostly for himself, though. I don't think many of the crew really blame him.
2: Theoretically, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Tell me what to do. Uh, you need to find anything that resembles a schematic, or, or an active display, possibly indicative of the power transfer.
0: This is quite complicated.
2: We're, Scott, get those two back to
1: safety. Sir, those aliens are probably responsible for what's
0: happening. If they come back, Go. you will... Go! Yeah, Scott, just in case you were a bit confused, that was an order. Alright, I got it. Okay, now, I'm
2: gonna walk you through this. Forget walking, let's sprint. I've got a basic knowledge of ancient systems access the ship's distribution
0: network. Hey Eli, what's the password for the ship's Wi-Fi? How are we doing for time? Once we hit red, we're at the point
1: of no return. We have
0: less than 15 minutes. I do like the schematic of the two ships from above. When they're joined together, they do look like a very aggressive vessel. Well, the music's picked up pace. <laughs> this means something uh, interesting is going to happen. Don't panic, don't panic. They had phone with some of those door handles as well. they falling off. We're <laughs> locked out. Thank you, Mr. Obvious. And did nobody bring a key? Wake up. Wake up. What the hell? I forget keep moving. I know they haven't got much room, but Rush cannot weigh that much. Gray should not be having any problems pulling him, dragging him along.
2: Eli, I'm done. What's next? Now, you need to open a secondary conduit.
0: Look, at least they're closing the doors after Mm -hmm. you go through them. As you're going through through them, yeah. Yeah, they could just lock it in and that's it.
1: It's not budging.
2: Oh, dear.
0: He's actually trying to twist this door handle and actually keep it from falling off in his hands.
2: use. We are cut off from the control room. Fall back. All right, you guys heard the man. Let's fall back.
1: So when did um, Dolphyr begin to be able to read Ancient?
0: He was probably privy to a lot of the tech they had on the Illusion Alliance so he could actually gain intel on Destiny. You've got to be able to understand the subject to know what's worth stealing, or at least investigating.
2: Lieutenant Scott, come in. We need Rush in the control room. Now. Dr. Rush!
0: Oh, no. He's gone again. (laughs) Always disappearing. He's He's a Houdini.
1: I don't know. Find
0: him. Oh, that must be really annoying to hear that.
2: There's no way we're going to figure out how to disconnect in time. It's all up to Colonel Telford.
1: Less than four minutes.
0: I love this in the commentary. They were talking about Telford. And basically they said, he got screwed and left behind. That summed up his entire character. Almost
2: there. Okay, next. Okay. Now, all you have to do is
0: override the power relay and just reroute it back to the channel you just created. I've just finished watching Longmire. Lou Diamond Phillips, hey, nice. as always, fantastic. Oh. Thank you. Gotta have a countdown.
1: So getting the impression here that Telford is actually a pretty smart guy.
0: You assume so. He's a colonel in the US Air Force. He's a pilot. Oh, there it goes.
2: Oh dear. What was that? No idea. Eli we just disconnected from the seed ship. Oh, wait a minute. I thought you said I didn't. Uh-oh. That
1: wasn't me.
0: <laughs> I didn't do it. He didn't do it. Rush mm-hmm. did. How? <laughs> How? He's not here. There is not another bridge, is there?
1: Well, they've known this is not the main control centre the entire time. Mm-hmm. There had to be a bridge somewhere. Why they haven't been doing more to find said bridge?
0: From the looks of it, she is really disappointed with him. Ah, no choice. In order to save the crew? Or did you do it
2: to save your dream? Again. Which was it, Nicholas?
0: Yes, why did you do it? You didn't do it to be nice for everybody else. It did to suit you. Mm-hmm. Everything he's done has been to suit himself. And if it helps the crew, he'll take praise for that.
2: I'm intrigued what we're going to do with the next five minutes. David, we just disconnected from the Seed Ship and we're about to jump into FTL.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bugger, what a day. You left on the Seed Ship with the aliens. Nice knowing you.
1: Can't blame me for trying, right?
0: He's funny, they're friends again.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
1: <laughs> Rush could stop the jump to FTL. Yeah, Rush could, but why would we want to reconnect to the ship?
2: Take care of those people. Endeavor it. Take care of yourself.
0: I suppose I should be thankful that Rush didn't blow it up while he's got the chance. Because you never know, aliens. Mm. Bye-bye. and there she goes. And that looked different. Normally, you see the destiny ring much more perceptibly.
1: Maybe that was intentional.
0: Ah, maybe, yeah.
2: Everett, destiny, are you there?
0: This must be. I don't. Even, I can't even imagine how he must be feeling at this moment.
1: You're just a void.
0: Billions, billions of light years away from home in another galaxy on a spaceship surrounded by aliens. And you have no idea their intent.
2: Small, well,
1: easily breakable aliens.
0: Well, you don't know how their musculature. They could be very strong. And, oh, I like the music as well.
1: Yeah, and they have clawed pizza, it definitely could hurt.
0: Oh, <laughs> are they smallpox infested blankets for the natives? There's going to be somebody on Destiny saying, Hey, where's my blanket gone?
2: I mean, they've, they've lost a few people. They've got spare blankets now. <laughs> yes.
1: I understand that you made saving me a priority after I was shot. You didn't have to. Of course I did. They've lost a few people. They gained Lucian Alliance members that may have brought the with them too. I, I mean, those are, there's only
2: two blankets there, and Telford and Riley are gone. And they lost a few people who got shot. So I'd say they've got spare blankets.
0: Montage time.
2: Mm-hmm. In the dark, it feels so
0: real. This song is Sort of Revolution by the English singer songwriter Fink.
2: This time
0: I think Brody knows it, and there's nothing he's going to say about it. The Colonel is brown-bagging it, and Brody looks a little concerned. He knows exactly how much he's drinking, of course. Well, packing up his room. My god, they're in the same room together. They're just packing up his room. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was just that a gratuitous employees. shot of four legs. <laughs> Purely
1: gratuitous, okay? There's no reason to shoot it that way. But it does show how much
0: her leg is healed. So far. I love that Andy McKee to the country went, look at those legs. Yeah, that's exactly the reason that shot was chosen by Andy. Oh yeah,
2: just like that shot in uh, something about Mary. That was just that a gratuitous well, shot of four legs. <laughs> purely gratuitous, okay? There's no reason to shoot it that way.
1: But it <laughs> does show how much her leg is healed.
2: actually psychologically... I'm physiologically alone.
0: That was rather a melancholy ending to the uh, episode.
2: Uh,
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that was very different from the episode that we covered last week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We do seem to be trimming the crew.
0: (laughs) At this point, we've lost crew members to... Spaceships and planets, strangely enough, they always seem to turn up,
2: yeah, but apparently being lost to rush is permanent <laughs> <laughs> rush is the disease that's killing the crew,
0: yes, unfortunately, his distrust of anybody that isn't him really does dampen down potential of destiny mm-hmm. you've got to assume that if he had if he was more open right from the get go, some of the i mean the the people on board destiny are xL in their chosen fields. They can bring something to run in the ship.
1: And some of them have to be at least as intelligent as he is.
0: Yeah. Obviously not specialised in his area, but being able to understand, you know, being taught more about how the ship works, the interface that he set up, would help. Yeah. As we saw, the way he treated Park when she wanted wanted him to explain what the system was doing and how to correct it, and he just came in, pressed a few buttons, and walked off. That's not good for anybody.
1: But I think that program was the program to unlock the bridge. You think so? I have a feeling it was.
0: Kind of stumbled on it, and he didn't want to explain it. Yeah. So he just acted like a dick, like he is at times. And they just think, oh, rush being rush.
1: Because immediately after that, he went and unlocked the bridge itself.
0: That's interesting. I mean, maybe he had an idea what he was looking for. He was running some sort of search parameter, and that gave him the specific key he was looking for. The unlock code. It looked to you as if that were the first time he'd seen it, but the way he kind of casually walked up to it, it looked to me like he knew it was there.
1: But he was trying to get the password to unlock it. Maybe that's what the program was—brute
0: force, trying to crack a four-digit code or something—and it just beat and gave, gave him the number. What has this number been? Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Some things, though, we uh, never really find out. Others we do. Just have to tune in next week and find out—or not.
1: Indeed, very true.
0: We'll get the trivia over for this episode. Andy Makita, this episode's director. Uh, 29 episodes of SG1, 22 of Atlantis, and 12 of the Universe. He also directed episodes of Sanctuary, Bitten, Cedar Cove, Motive, and Travellers. The writing partnership of Joseph Malozzi and Paul Mully. Between them, 39 episodes of SG1, 15 of Atlantis, and 12 of the Universe. Also written for Delete, The Lost World, Student Bodies, Transport of the Series, and of course, Dark Matter which has finished its second season and been renewed for a third season. Ah, yeah,
2: I'm about four or five episodes in, I think. You've not
0: watched Killjoys, have you? I will watch that this Christmas.
2: As I said, I watched it, I thought, I think my action was Darkmash or good. Killjoys better.
0: I'm looking forward to, uh, Travellers and Dirt Gently's Holistic Detective Agency.
2: Three episode Dirt Gently thing done by BBC or Channel 4, a while back.
0: BBC. This one is supposed to be closer to the novels and it's done by, uh, Ah, damn, I can't remember his name now. Robert C. Cooper is involved, though. I have high hopes. Right then, next week's episode is Pathogen.
2: What are you doing in here?
0: On the next all-new Stargate Universe. There may be something happening to Chloe on a cellular level. No one heals that fast. Wait, you think she's changing into one of them? She's not going to be left alone. Whatever alien influence she's under is studying this ship. Stargate Universe, an original series. All new this Tuesday at 9, only on Sci-Fi. Glynis Davis returning for a role as Marion Wallace, Eli's mother. Looking forward to that episode. I can remember enjoying it very much when it first aired. Any final thoughts before we wrap the episode up?
1: Nope. was an overall needed episode for the series. sets up several things later on down the line.
0: Yeah, I think they did a good job with the aliens, though I appreciate the fact that they went for a totally different look to uh, the previous aliens. Obviously, both full CGI creations, this one looked more organic, yeah. Even though it looked very bony, it had. I'm trying to think of a an alien. It looked like.
1: Kind of reminded me of the aliens from Independence Day. How they almost had like an exoskeleton suit on.
0: Yeah, could be. Yeah, they also made a point that you couldn't really couldn't really tell in the episode, but each of the aliens on the bridge different characteristics to them. They were different aliens.
1: Colorations or facial features, things of that nature.
0: Yeah. If you lined them up all together, you'd be able to tell them apart. Probably easy to do on the CGI stage, just like designing a character in Mass Effect or something like that. Yeah. Just changing a few parameters, but it's a little touch that probably only the die-hard fan who were going frame by frame would ever notice. Okay then, folks, thank you very much for listening to our take on Awakening. Next week we will be watching Pathogen. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah. You? What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. No feedback this week. The Stargate Atlantis favourite episode poll has been posted. You can pick up to 10 episodes from the five seasons and the votes will be compiled and when closed will give us the most popular episodes. The results will be used in the Atlantis retrospective which will be one of the bonus shows this holiday season. And anyone that votes has the option of providing a name or online ID and be entered into the prize draw which will consist of some Atlantis goodies similar to what we offered for SG1 in last year's show. The link to the poll will be in the show notes and of course we've posted this info on social media. If you do fancy getting in touch with us then you can do so via the contact form which is on our website which is gatecast.co.uk or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com We're also on Facebook and Google Plus and carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all these links on the Gatecast website. We would appreciate a rating or review on any of these services to help promote the show. We thank those that have done so. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released so far, can also be found on the website under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and that will give you direct access to all the shows we've released, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Right, let's wrap the show up. Come Thomas, thank you very much again for doing this double recording evening, afternoon with us. Yes, sir, always a pleasure. Yep always fun i'm not quite sure if i still like doing two episodes in one night
1: it's a long day it is
0: (laughs) so hope you tune in next week until then i've been mike i've been alan and thomas take care everybody bye-bye 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 you've been listening to the gatecast hosted by alan and mike join us at gatecast.co.uk stargate forever